What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome in, everybody, to a brand new soccer outlet here on the Five Reasons Sports Network. I will be one of your hosts, Austin Robillard, and joined with me for now, we have more coming, is Alejandro Villegas. Welcome to the podcast, Messi and Co. Where we will be covering everything Leno Messi in Miami for Inter Miami. His debut is set to happen later on in July, and we are so excited to start this brand new content journey with uh, all of us here at Five Reasons and all of you guys in the audience. Uh, There's a lot coming and there's a lot to be excited about. We really can't wait to get started. And that's why we're getting started now. Alejandro, uh, thanks for joining in today, of course, as always. And like I said, we're going to have a ton of other people coming in and contributing for all things Lionel Messi in Miami. So there's a lot to be excited for. We can't wait. Can't wait to go. And uh, with that said, Messi (laughs) signed for Inter Miami. Messi signed for Inter Miami a couple weeks ago, and we're here to cover in our pilot episode how it all went down, the terms of the deal, and what it means right away, and we will start getting into specifics leading up to the debut. So make sure you stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter, Messi and Co. You can find me at there. Everything that you need will be linked. Alejandro, give me your first initial reaction before I give mine, because I'm still I still can't wrap my head around it. No, I don't think anybody. Hey man, what's up, Austin? What's up, guys? Friends from Five Reasons. Yes, I'm, I'm excited as well as Austin is to be covering Messi here in Miami. Uh, as many of you many maybe know or maybe don't know, I I cover Barcelona. I do podcasts about FC Barcelona. So this news for me was a little bit of a bittersweet kind of feeling. Uh, because we were expecting uh, everything was going to Messi actually going back to Barca at least a year before coming back to Miami. So the initial news was a little shocking to me, even though here in Miami there were a lot of reports. There, there was even a report, uh, I think about a, a week earlier or before the, the actual 
uh, report of Messi coming here saying that maybe Inter Miami was signing Messi and then loaning him to Barcelona and that I had to go on radio stations here saying that's not even possible so that's not a possibility uh, don't lie to people <laughs> Messi's yeah. not coming just yet and then the news broke and and you know what at, at the beginning it was it was kind of hard for me because I felt Messi didn't close his chapter the right way in Barcelona And now he had an opportunity, but he decided otherwise. And I'm excited now because he decided to come here to Miami and not to uh, Saudi Arabia or some right. other uh, weird country with a lot of things that are happening right now in soccer uh, internationally. So I'm glad Messi's coming here and we're going to have a lot of Messi in Miami content, also Inter Miami as we were, I mean, we've been covering the team anyway. So that's going to be interesting, that mix of, Messi and Inter Miami here in our city. I think it's a perfect match personally, but that might have to do with a little bit of bias. But I want to dissect a little bit about what what kind of you said with Barcelona because, you know, like you said, Saudi Arabia was on the table, Barcelona was on the table, and Miami was on the table. And, you know, everyone's kind of asked themselves, why did, why did Messi choose Miami? Why? Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of information was released recently a lot of stuff that was already speculated and reported, um, but it was released as, um, you know, factual information as of Jorge Mas, the owner, to reporters this weekend about things that had to do with the deal. And also, Lionel Messi himself, in terms of the Barcelona thing, also spoke about that with the media when he released his statement and the interview um, on a Spanish news network and said things yes. about why he didn't choose Barcelona. So if you could, Alejandro, talk a little bit about, you know, what Messi said there about how he didn't want to have to put up with, you know, um, Barcelona having to change salary designations and cut players yeah. and reduce all of that. I mean, he just thought it would be too much movement pretty much. He thought it would be too much of a burden if he were to go back and he didn't want all of that to happen for him. What, what kind of was the sense there? Well, first weird that he decided to give that exclusive interview to those two media outlets, especially with what happened in the past with him and, and previous boards in Barca that were paying these, some of these outlets to actually have a campaign against not only Messi, but several players inside FC Barcelona. So we have to remind people, for Barca to sign any players, even to just uh, put them in the list in, in La Liga right now, They have to learn a lot of stuff that they haven't done yet. And right now we're, uh, what, two or three weeks after Messi already said that he's not even going back there. So it was already complicated for this to happen, for Messi to go back to Barca. This would have had to drag all the way to the end of the summer. And this was what Messi was trying to avoid. What happened two years ago with him thinking, him and his family, thinking they were going to stay at Barca and then having to rush and go to Paris uh, because that was – almost like the only option that really could pay him whatever he's worth. And it was kind of in Europe, it wasn't a competitive team. And that was their only option. They had to rush there. And it was so painful for him to actually close the chapter that way and open a new one. He even talks about it in that interview. And he talked about it in several interviews on how hard it was for him those first months at Paris because he was just heartbroken that's what it is yeah. so in this opportunity and, and this is what he mentioned in, in the spanish media he said you know what i don't want other people and he points to maybe the barca board and maybe the la liga board to decide my future so that was the main thing about him uh, making this decision so early and so fast 
in the summer because, as you guys know, uh, here in the MLS, we're in the middle of the season. But for European soccer, right now, it's a huge window that goes all the way up to August. So we still have a lot of time to really settle things down in, in, in regards to contracts. So that was the main thing for Messi and his family, just the, the calm of being able to decide, okay, we're going here and this is our decision and this is what we're doing and we're not going through this uh, two or three months of just crazy things going on because this is what's going to happen. Is if Messi stayed, because he was going to go back to Barca after, right. uh, or, or to Barcelona, not to Barca, to Barcelona, uh, he's gonna, he was going to go a month on vacation or whatever, two or three weeks, and then he was going to go back to Barcelona and then the circus was going to start there daily coverage of what's going on with Messi, yep. just uh, media outlets just going all over the city, just trying to find anything on Messi, on their family, what they're doing, their talks. Is he meeting with Xavi? Is he meeting with, uh, I don't know, with uh, Laporta? All of this was going to happen. In, and, and they knew it because I yeah. mean, they, they've been living there for how many years? And this is one of the things that um, it goes against Barcelona at some points. It is, you have to know that it's that if you go over there, it's going to be wild. And especially yeah. Lionel Messi, just for being Messi, he's, he, he, he makes people go crazy anywhere. But in Barcelona, it just goes way beyond the line, I would say. So that was, I mean, they wanted to just get away of that. Going away from there was a decision more, it was more of a life decision than a, than a soccer decision. It's, it's, it's my feeling about it. Because if you look at it, he just won the, the FIFA World Cup. He has, what, two or three years maybe of, of really good soccer at, at a good level. So he could have played in Europe, but he just decided to don't do it. And, he, and he, as he said, if I'm going to go back to Barcelona, if I'm going to go back to Europe, it's going to be in Barcelona. I don't want to yeah. play for any other, other team past these two years in Paris. So that was it, man. I mean, on, on the Barcelona side, on the Messi side, that was, that was what happened. And, of course, Inter-Miami offered a really good, uh, not only salary, but all the benefits that we're going to get into maybe in another episode in depth. But it was more of a, you know what, as a family, we're deciding this and this is our new chapter. We're going to Miami. I won everything that I played already. The FIFA World Cup was the last thing that I had in one. And now, well, maybe the next one is going to be the, the MLS here, the MLS Cup. But other than that, the important tournaments, he won them all. And I feel, and you can tell he's, he's already relaxing. He's content. Relax. He's so yeah, relaxed. Yeah. When he was speaking, you can tell, like, it was, like you said, it was a life decision. He's content. He's got a calmness about him when he's talking about this, which he didn't have, you know, two and a half years ago when they were trying to decide on whether he could stay at Barca or he had to move to Paris. It was, it was just a crazy circuit, like you said, a circus back then. And this one, it was a circus among reporters, maybe trying to figure out which of the three options he was going to choose. But it seems like after he came out with these interviews and the statements that he made, like he was mentally there. He, he had really, you know, come to a sufficient understanding as what to he and his family needed. And it seemed like Miami was the best option. And yes, we will have an episode later on going into a lot of the specifics about what this deal is going to entail. I can tell you now that it's been confirmed 100% it's going to be a two and a half year deal worth about 50 to $60 million a year, which is astronomically high. It's probably about eight times a seven or eight times um, higher than Jordan Shakiri, who is the highest paid player in MLS right now, uh, who's making about seven, $8 million a year. So that tells you exactly what you need to know mm -hmm. there. Um, and there are other things that are going to be involved as well as an ownership stake in inter Miami. So 
Um, a lot to talk about in terms of why Messi chose it on that front, but in terms of his lifestyle choices and for his family, um, he kind of has a connection with Miami already. I know he has a house oh, down they here. Love, they love he Miami. loves Miami. Yeah, and yeah. I think Argentina actually used DriveFink Stadium. Actually, I know Argentina used DriveFink yeah, Stadium not too long ago in order to train a lot of um, Inter-Miami Academy players. Uh, got to meet Messi. A lot of people on Inter-Miami got to meet Messi. I think there was even one Academy player who – got Messi to sign his arm or one of his body parts and he ended up getting it tattooed. Yeah. So the culture and the impact there, which we'll have another contributor come on to talk about is going to be massive in and of itself. But in terms of Messi choosing Miami, that is kind of what we can agree on as to why. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it was a project and it was, it was all on the other side, total opposite of what was going on in La Liga. Like La Liga was putting so many problems to really just, just, I mean, as a league, do you want to have many or not? Right. And Liga seems like they didn't ha- want to have him. That and happened that's two years where... ago, and that happened again this time. So, I mean, MLS did everything to have him, and they deserve to yeah. have it right now. That's, that's, that's where, what it is. That's where MLS got it right, I think. MLS as a whole said, look, Messi coming to our league, even for La Liga standards, having Messi is still going to be a huge, huge feat. Oh, yeah. And yeah. For MLS, it's you know ten times that. Given it's not a top five league in the world, it's maybe top fifteen, yeah. um, as of right now. With Messi, we'll see what the influx is like of you know high quality players and talent, and you know the boost there. And that's another episode that we'll have to talk about. But yeah, I think MLS did it right, and I think that MLS, just like they did with David Beckham in two thousand and seven, just like they have done with all of these high profile names, Zlatan, Iguain, Insigne, Bernadeschi, Jordan Shakiri. You put the owners put the money where their mouth is. The owners are the ones that run the league, and they said, "Look, we have an opportunity to get Messi." And this is where I give a ton of credit to Jorge, Jose, Moss, and David Beckham. They put their money where their mouth is and said, "We are going to make a monumental splash, and we're going to do everything we can to bring eyes onto us and to bring Messi into this league." And that, for me, is is something that really can't go understated. And I I really give all credit in the world to the way that Jorge has handled this since year one because. Just a brief history on Inter Miami. If you're now a new fan and getting ready to follow Messi here in South Florida, to say the least, it's not been pretty. There's been two playoff appearances, no playoff wins. We are going on to our fourth coach in three years after the firing of Phil Neville, which another coaching search is something that we're going to be talking about real soon here on the podcast. Um, It's not been pretty. They've not really had any winning seasons. They've not really had anything to tout about. There have been no titles won other than a preseason trophy, which really does not count, obviously. Um, So there's not much to say for Inter-Miami's history. And that didn't matter to Jorge and Jose. And they made that not matter to Lionel Messi, which is extremely, extremely admirable. And I think that all of the fans, especially the day ones from 2020, um, you know, it's been a rough history, but they deserve something like this. This is what the... This is what the owners promised when Inter Miami became a concept. When David Beckham, you know, executed his expansion fee and his agreement with MLS after he came in 2007 and played in MLS, Miami was the freedom to dream. That was always their thing. And David Beckham, Jorge, and Jose Mas said, we're going to dream. And you don't have to believe me for the first three, four years, but we're going to get it done. And that's exactly what they did. And so all the credit to the ownership group, making sure that this could happen. It's going to, you know, take a pretty penny. But at the end of the day, as everybody has seen in terms of ticket prices and everything like that, it's going to come right back to them. Yeah, no, and and the marketing side of this is just unbelievable. And, yeah. and I know we're going to have an episode on, on all of those details because it's just crazy how much 
Messi is going to move not only in soccer and MLS, but like in, in, in the entire economy of the state and maybe in the league. It's, it's going to be a huge impact. And you know what? At the end of the day, Messi knew he was going to come here. We knew Messi was going to come here. It's just it's happening maybe a little earlier than we expected. So we're going to get maybe a little better version of Messi that we were expecting here because he's going to be uh, a world champion. He won it six months ago. He, so that's that's just unbelievable. And that's something that we're going to enjoy here. And hopefully uh, he can make the team better, which is something we're going to get into a little later. No? How is he going to be, be really impactful and what other pieces are going to come? That's also something that we're going to be talking about. But it's definitely, it's huge. For, for MS, we've seen how much the league has grown. Of course, there's, there's still a lot of things to do, but we've seen the impact. And you're seeing it also in the USA men's national team. You can tell that it, that, that time when the United States struggled, it really helped them grow as a league, and the national team is also a reflection of it. So things like this are going to just continue helping MLS and soccer in the United States grow. And I'm, the one thing I'm really excited for and something that I follow closely is the Inter-Miami Academy. I'm excited mm-hmm. for these kids to have that kind of presence on yeah. the field or in the training grounds at all times. I just can't imagine what the motivation is like. And, you know, given a very, very short history for Inter-Miami, they already became one of the top MLS academies uh, in terms of production. I think in Inter-Miami's last match, they fielded four uh, academy graduates, which was the first time in club history. And it's something that's, you know, a, an admirable feat. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc and it's only going to continue it was already on a great trajectory but now with Messi being there and the attention and you know the draw it's only going to get better for a lot of these hometown kids or kids coming from all over the place i have um somebody that i know closely who has a nephew from south carolina that before Messi even joined got called in to go ahead and try out for the inter miami academy he came down from south carolina a couple times and eventually the academy coaches called him back and said yeah we're going to go ahead and have you in I would love to see the, the smile on that kid's face when he found out that Messi was going to be joining to a team that he just signed for at 14 years old. Like, I can't even tell you um, what that smile would look like. So the impact in terms of that inside of the club is, is also something that really, again, I say this all the time, it can't go understated. You can talk and talk and talk about it, but Messi is the best player in the world right now, and he has been for quite some time. Like you said, Alejandro, he's six months off of a World Cup run where he was arguably yeah. the best player in the tournament because he ended up winning. A lot of people will say Mbappe was, but Messi won. So um, that that's where I give the kudos to. And in terms of you know his age and his play style and his you know how efficient he'll be in MLS, look, 
I will take a guy who's having 42 goal contributions in 41 games in his last season in a top five league in Europe on an MLS team at any time. There is just nothing that has happened like it. Zlatan might be the only other comparison, but even then I don't think Zlatan had as good as a season as Messi did before he came because let's be honest, Inter-Miami might even have a Balloon d'Or winner uh, on their team by the yep. time that ceremony comes around. It's probably between Messi and Holland, but can you imagine at the That's ceremony? for another episode, save it. <laughs> I will, I will, but can you imagine at that ceremony? Yeah, because yeah, that yeah, will be yeah. an episode and that will be a, a title and a, and a clickbait and a thumbnail that you can't even, oh my goodness, everything yeah, is going to yeah, be yeah. crazy if MLS has a balloon door in it. But yeah, I'll save it. I'll yeah. save it. I will say that there's a misconception and it happened two or three years ago, even when when the move to Paris happened, when he struggled those first months, it was like, okay, Messi is just starting to decline, right? Like his game is just not the same. And you could tell it was just emotional because uh, one or two months after that, he was playing his best game with Argentina and you could tell, okay, this is what he really wanted. He was just getting ready for that in that specific tournament, which was in a in weird time of year. So, I mean, Messi is right there. Of course, it's, gonna, it's not going to be the same pressure as Europe. It's not going to be the same pressure as Barcelona if he came back. We all know that. And, and with Inter-Miami, maybe you're not expecting as much as people would if, they, if he would ba- go back to Barcelona. But still, you're going to get a, a very good version of Lionel Messi and a, a happy version of Messi, which is what I think people are going to enjoy the most here in Miami. And I, I want to give a little bit of an update again for all of the new supporters of Inter Miami, all the Messi supporters who are getting ready to take on this journey with all of us here in South Florida, where Inter Miami stand. They're currently taking part in three competitions at the moment. MLS being one, the U.S. Open Cup being another, and the League's Cup, which he is set to debut on on July 21st, uh, you know, going there. So of those three competitions, I'll break them down really quickly. MLS is obviously the league. Miami sit in last place. Last place. There's a lot of work to do. Granted, they've only played 17 matches, which is half of the season. So Messi, you know, by the time I believe Messi will debut and play an MLS match, they will be 20, they will be 21 games into the season. So have about 13 games to turn it around. Yeah. Um, in US Open Cup, the day after Messi or two days after Messi, I think it was actually a day. Or maybe it was the same exact day. I think it was that Wednesday that Messi had the interview and said that he was going to join into Miami. That same exact night, Miami took on Birmingham Legion in Birmingham, Alabama that in the quarterfinal. Yes. That Wednesday, was a Wednesday. June the 7th. Yep. Took on Birmingham Legion in the quarterfinal of the U.S. Open Cup. Won the match um, by way of a Nico Stefanelli goal, if I believe. And put themselves in a semifinal against FC Cincinnati away from home to come in August. So Messi will already be in a semifinal match, two games away from a trophy for Inter Miami. So that, that's the first tournament he can win, huh? That's the first. Well, no, he can win the League's Cup. So that's the next one. He can okay. win the League's Cup, which is a new competition that MLS is super happy to show off. Um, it's starting July 21st. Like I said, Inter Miami will be taking on Cruz Azul. And it's more of like a World Cup style kind of thing where there's groups and then it'll go to a knockout stage. In Miami's group is Cruz Azul and Atlanta United. Uh, both games will be at home. So that's where Messi will debut. And that could be the first piece of silverware that he wins is the League's Cup with Inter-Miami before he even plays an MLS match, which is insane because League's Cup is going to take up a whole week, week and a half, however long it is 
um, I think even longer, maybe in order to put a break in MLS, play that competition, then they go back. So that is the first piece of silverware that he could win. If not, they'll travel to Cincinnati in August to go ahead and play the U.S. Open Cup semifinal. And if Inter Miami win that semifinal match, there's something to keep eyes on because they can possibly host the U.S. Open Cup final if Houston Dynamo win their semifinal match at home against Real Salt Lake. If Real Salt Lake win, they'll have priority to host the U.S. Open Cup final. But they're away to home. They're at, they're away from home uh, in Houston. If Houston win and Miami win, the final was at Drive Pink Stadium. So, cool. yeah, there's a lot that then that would be in September. So we're not far away. We're in June now. He'll debut in July. In August and September, he'll be possibly playing for two trophies already. And that's exactly the kind of history that, you know, Inter Miami want to write. The owners want to write. And what other better player to bring in than Lionel Messi, especially right now? No, I agree with you. And, and it's going to be exciting. I, I, I thought he was going to debut on MLS since, especially since uh, uh, Apple is so involved in this. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. And, and we'll still have, let's, let's say this. We ha- haven't had a, an official announcement right so we're still waiting on all the details right of when he's gonna actually play and if tickets right now are like a thousand imagine when they announce it's gonna be up um, so the, the club the <laughs> club and Messi, the club and Messi really haven't said it officially but mm-hmm. as seen in sports illustrated cbs sports the athletic axios um, all of these different publications have now said that and I had word too that Jorge Mas, as I think I think I briefly mentioned earlier, had a meeting with reporters in South Florida and said that that was the expected debut, July twenty first against Cruz Azul. It doesn't mean it's set in stone, but if it's coming from the owner's mouth, by way of what I'm reading in these publications, then yeah. it's uh, it's almost there. And that was something that was you know not necessarily it's not been guaranteed, right? But it was something that kind of makes sense timeline wise because. The window opens on July 5th uh, for the MLS transfer window. And in the summer, July 5th, they have a game July 1st and July 4th at home. So you won't obviously take part in those games in July. And then after that, there are two games away from home in MLS, one to D.C. and one to St. Louis. If Messi is playing in Washington, D.C. at Audi Field for his first ever match, I would be shocked. (laughs) Like, I just don't I just don't see I just don't see it happening. So. After the St. Louis game, which is July 15th on a Saturday, we come Inter-Miami comes back home on Friday to start the League's Cup against Cruz Azul. So because Miami will be at home, I just think that that makes the most sense. And if you go ahead and look at ticket prices right now, everybody else who has bought a ticket already to that match knows exactly that the timing is right to go ahead and debut then. So the prices have definitely reflected a messy debut uh, to be yeah. happening that day. So that's another crazy thing that's happened. And one more thing I want to add about drive pink stadium and everything going on there. Um, you know, with the tickets prices and everything going crazy, some might be asking and some have already asked for the last couple of weeks. Now that Messi has decided to join is how in the world is inter Miami planning to fit just 18,000 people or 19,000 people in the stadium to watch the greatest player possibly of all time play a game. Well, short answer is they're not expecting to do that. And <laughs> They also have decided that they will be the rumors were true. If you had seen the rumors over the last couple of weeks that they will be adding seats to drive stadium. If you've ever been there, you've seen the open corners. 
They're looking to add about 3,000 seats to the corners. And like I said, we're going to get into more details about this and how it's all gone down from the front office and everything uh, with some of our other contributors later down the line. Uh, but they will be adding seats hopefully by August, I believe was said by Jorge Mas. Um, but at least 3,000 seats. It is a plan to go ahead and go forth and do that as well as they are, they should be breaking ground on Miami Freedom Park pretty soon too, per Jorge Mas. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully, which, you know, that's been another struggle. But I think and, – and That was another one of the things that I thought it was going to be more – that the stadium was going to be done by the time Messi, Messi was coming. Right. But it is what it is, and we have Messi here. So Messi in Fort Lauderdale. Lockhart <laughs> Stadium, driving Stadium, whatever you want to call it. It's just a, – it's a crazy thing. So a lot to look out for. There were even rumors – that I had heard about that the club was, you know, possibly considering relocation for these matches. Fans thought it made sense to move to hard rock to sit, you know, 68,000 people rather than 18,000 people. Um, but with all that said, deal wasn't able to get done. They're going to add as many additional seats as they can. It'll get up to about 22,000, I yeah. think. So it's not that easy. Remember the, the Miami hurricanes play there on Saturdays, right? The, the dolphins started playing there in August. I mean, it's, it's just, it's hard to fit in. Yeah, and there's there's no way Miami could have even started any match at Hard Rock Stadium around the time Messi would debut because they have other events going on, Rolling Loud, yeah. the the rap yeah. festival is going on that same exact weekend as the League's Cup. It just wouldn't it's not it wouldn't be possible and, you know, you would think that maybe they tried to work something out. I don't know for yeah, sure especially if they because had, Messi Messi and Hard Rock ha- also have a relationship. So Yes. I mean, it might, they, can, they can make it happen for, like, special matches. Okay, this match is going to be played here at Rock, Tower Rock. Not right now, but maybe in the future. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, it would have to be money something talks, major. Money talks. That's true. <laughs> and the thing is, it would have to be something major, like possibly yeah. a home playoff like match a final, if like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. or a final, right? Like, let's say, you know, mm-hmm. Miami are going to go ahead and take on Houston Dynamo in the U.S. Open Cup final. Granted, the U.S. Open Cup final isn't the most prestigious trophy in the world, but it's a yeah. it's a cup final nonetheless. Might as well get as many people as you can there. And there's no – I don't know if there's any kind of deal in place where they have to play at that stadium for those kinds of matches. That's another thing too. You know, Dry Think in the area in Fort Lauderdale and the, the contract with the team would be at play. And it would just – it was a – there were too many hurdles to get through. That's why it's not happening. And that's why they're choosing to go ahead and put on these extra seats at Drive Pink. But there's a lot to think about and a lot of – you know, potential uh, in terms of watching Lionel Messi play for Inter Miami in the black and pink. And we've come quite the long way, haven't we, Alejandro, from, from yeah, when we first no. started covering I, the team. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's been it's been a ride, right? Because it's, it's, I mean, it's had its up and downs, of course. But you know what? At the end of the day, we knew at some point Messi was going to come here. So hopefully that's not just something that makes uh, this team competitive for the next two or three years, but it, it helps build a structure of actually competing every every season if possible that's i mean that's the goal for this team of course marketing side of things is important and like i said money talks but at the end of the day when you look in the long run like what happened with uh beckham and la galaxy what they built there led them to several championships Mm-hmm. and several runs in the playoffs. So that's what you actually want from a franchise in the long run. Of course, you want the superstar. Of course, you want all the flashes at that point. That helps you a lot in other different areas, but nothing like creating a winning culture and hopefully bringing Messi here. That's the end goal. 
And yeah, I think putting into Miami on a global scale was something that the owners talked about too, uh, from the beginning of the, the franchise. And you talked about the David Beckham deal and what that did for LA galaxy. If I went over to Europe right now and I said, to some random, let's say Sunderland fan on the street. And I said, name all the MLS clubs, you know, you know what he's going to say? He's going to say LA Galaxy and enter Miami now. Because yeah. at first he might've just said LA Galaxy, but Messi obviously has a following. The, the, the stories have been everywhere. As you were talking about with Barcelona, there's eyes and everywhere, there's stories everywhere. So Rudy played at DC United, right? He did. So he might, they might know. Maybe, coaches, maybe. United. So maybe, I don't even know if people know I don't even know if Wayne Rooney knows that he coaches at DC United, to be completely <laughs> honest with you. Um, but yeah, so there, there, I mean, there's obviously been a couple of names, um, but for the most part, you know, the prominent franchises in MLS on a global scale, it was really LA Galaxy and LA Galaxy, and that's it. Um, and now Miami are there. They, I, they, Messi hasn't even, you know, been officially announced for two weeks and into Miami already there. I'm sure a lot of you have seen the stories about, into Miami's Instagram following going from 1 million followers. Yeah. They're probably up to eight or 9 million followers now. Um, so being a global franchise entering the global market for any MLS club is a huge, huge, huge accomplishment because it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen for the clubs like are in Houston or in Salt Lake or in Vancouver or things like that. It doesn't necessarily happen that way. And now these owners really, really, really have an opportunity to capitalize on all the attention from the marketing standpoint, which we'll get into in specifics later on here on Messi and Co. Again, thanks for joining. Um, what it means for you know bringing in other players and recruitment. We'll talk about that later on as well. And also what it means for building a club. You talked about it, the winning culture to emulate something like the LA Galaxy did when they started up a somewhat dynasty after David Beckham joined. Look at the, the Miami Heat who have developed a culture in NBA that is unlike any other Messi can bring all of this. The potential is completely unlimited. And again, I'm going to say it one more time. The signing of Lionel Messi to enter Miami and to MLS cannot go understated. You cannot say enough good things about what's going on. And that's what we're here starting Messi and Co. to talk about. All right. So with that said, thank you so much for listening to the premiere episode of Messi and Co. I am Austin Roblard with me, Alejandro Villegas. And later on, so many more episodes to come with so many amazing contributors to talk about all things Lionel Messi and Inter-Miami as we await his inevitable debut in the black and pink. <laughs> Cannot wait to get started. For all of us here at Five Reasons Sports and Messi and Co., thanks for listening, and we will see you guys next time.